0: podcast, a production of Coppell Bible Fellowship. Every week we discuss our sermon series to expand on what God is teaching us. Grab a chair and join us at the table. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Coppell Bible Fellowships, the second course podcast. I'm Nathan. I'm here with Bart Keff and Michael on a bright, sunny Monday. <laughs> bright and sunny. And, and hot. Yeah. And hot. Hot as Very, is the very, very warm. So welcome to summer here in Texas you because bet. we are now a mile from the sun. Yeah. <laughs> At uh, that far, you know, it, people. You know, you go to places in Texas, and people say things like, "Oh, it's a dry heat." Yeah, but so is a blowtorch. So <laughs> uh, there you go,
1: there you go. Feels like that when you walk outside. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. So. Speaking this... of blowtorches, <laughs> <Torchous. Tell laughs> torches, blowtorches, tell, tell
2: us about that sermon on Sunday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was that fiery. <laughs> <laughs> or, no, that was I think as I got more so well done.
0: Well, yeah, we're, what we're talking about today is that, that I'm in the hot seat because I preach. Right. But I, did you notice that in the first service, I forgot to bring water, yeah. so I was slowly caffeinating myself. I watched <laughs> it happen. I, see I that. watched it happen. I, I forgot water, that. so all I had was coffee. So maybe do I maybe that's a, we'll see what happens. No, so yeah, all good. That is right. Um, this is so odd. When I, ho- you know, I'm supposed to be the host, or yes. quote unquote, and then I'm in the hot seat from preaching. So, you know what, Nathan? Yes. Go ahead,
1: ask yourself. The ask question. Ask myself the question. Yes. Why don't you ask me the question? That's
0: weird. I talk to myself. It's true. My kids know I do. There you go. So, there you go. Yeah.
1: Well, Nathan did a wonderful job this weekend. And for those who are listening in, we'd love to know a little synopsis of the lost chapter of the Bible that you Yeah, cover. that was
2: well put, by the way. I, yeah,
0: I've yeah. heard that before, and, and it's like, Let's do you do know it. what the lost chapter of the Bible is? It's Luke 15. Lost sheep, lost coin, lost son.
2: Well and, done. Uh, that.
0: you know, it's, it's a fun one. But yeah, we're we're in our second week of parables, and uh, it was interesting, because on our schedule, the only thing it said was prodigal son. Right, And right. as I started getting into it, I was like, well, you can't just do that. You have to do the whole chapter, because the whole Absolutely. chapter is the setup for this final parable, so in essence, we did three parables. Mm-hmm. You know, so we two of them one. for
2: free, one they pay yeah, for. Yeah, you got extra, <laughs> above and beyond. Yeah,
0: we went above and beyond here at Copel Bible. <laughs> oh, we over delivered. We over delivered, <laughs> right. but uh, no, the setup um, is uh, once again Jesus, uh, his arch nemesis, if you want to say, uh, the Pharisees. Um, have a complaint. And what we we did talk about a little bit of that, it's important, we talked about this last week, it's important to know the occasion of parables because that helps with the understanding of it. Sure, context,
2: context. Context, context.
0: And there's different reasons that Jesus taught in them, sometimes to large crowds, sometimes to the disciples with people overhearing. He'd answer questions, but sometimes he answered complaints or he was uh, responding to potentially the Pharisees trying to trap him in something. So in this case, he is uh, receiving sinners and tax collectors. And so in receiving them, he's fellowshipping with them, which for the Pharisees is a no-no, because Mm -hmm. with uh, their um, strict adherence to the law, which also includes all the things that they've added to it, anyone who's not uh, doing that the way they are is considered a sinner, and not uh and and not in the proper worship of God however you want
2: to you know you could have, you could have stopped right there when you were just giving that background mm-hmm. and the idea that they were upset with the fact that he freely was sitting with those <laughs> who needed him the most yeah uh just that whole that that concept mm. alone, as you were setting it up, I thought, you know, that that's a sermon all by itself. That, mm.
0: That's it. And, and interestingly enough, in 14, uh, the previous chapter, when he's ending with, he who has ears to hear, let him hear, and they go right into, <laughs> well, there they are. Right. They've come to him, and they're continuing to come to him, and the Pharisees have a problem with that, and so... Um, I, there's a part of it I love is it just says, they're grumbling, so Jesus started teaching. He doesn't say, <laughs> hey, guys, <laughs> right, right. you're wrong. He just starts teaching, which leads into his first parable, which is the 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 lost sheep, which we all know. Mm-hmm. Um, we all talk about it. We've all used it. We've sung it. Um, but the uh, the story of the shepherd who loses... He's got 100 sheep. He loses one. He goes after it and... Uh, you have these ninety-nine that he has stepped away from because he knows they're safe. He's not mm-hmm. worried about what's going to happen to them, and he goes after this lost sheep. And he, instead of dragging it back to the to the fold to the flock, he gently picks it up, carries it. There's this picture of this love for this this animal that's. Uh, Part of his livelihood. And part of his flock. And And you brought that out.
2: This wasn't some wild, extraneous sheep. This was something that belonged to him. Yeah. And he went looking for, and that was so key to opening up what you Mm -hmm. were sharing with us. But, hey, this, this lost sheep is one that belongs to him. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: and that's through each of these parables. Mm-hmm. You know, there's the you, – you start immediately with there is uh, – these things we're going to talk about all belong to the one who's searching for them mm-hmm. already. And so when you get into the parable of the sheep – we're not talking about uh, just a random sinner who's out there that's coming to faith for the first time. We're talking about someone who belongs to the shepherd, one he knows. And so that's important in understanding that the parable is about believers wandering away from the faith.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was just yeah. so well done. And I think that that concept itself is what speaks uh, so deeply to my children. Mm-hmm. I'm, quite frankly, I have adult children who are there. And we talked over to lunch, and, and they brought that up, that that really helped frame it because m- many people hear this taught as if we're going after someone who's never been found before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and it's No, no, no. These are the found mm-hmm. who have wandered off. And who've gone away. That's right. And so you have that same thing.
0: And, and one of the things that really struck me the, at this time reading it, and it was one of those things I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so obvious it's right there, mm-hmm. that 100 is better than 99. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Ten silver coins, better than nine. And so when we are a, you know, we talk about believers who have strayed, when they come back, it just adds so much more to the family when they're back where they belong. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that really hit home of, you know, this, in, especially with the coins, you know, her wealth has increased mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. she has found it. And the fact that it's lost in the dark and the dirt, mm-hmm. and, you know, there's this, uh, you know, the comparisons of, you know, the sheep wandered. Who knows why he wandered? Right? He saw, maybe he saw something that just, mm-hmm. it, you know, distracted him, or maybe he just wasn't paying attention. But a coin getting lost in the dark and the dirt, there's so many things in this world mm-hmm. that are acting against us that we can get lost in. And then finally, the story of the lost son who willfully goes away. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a, I don't want anything to do with you anymore, and so I'm going to leave. And we know the story that this son... Uh, as for his inheritance, he leaves his father, he goes as far as he possibly can. And when he gets there, he wastes everything. The prodigal and squandered. That's the, the word, is, is you know, this wasteful uh, son to the point where he hits rock bottom. And again, something that jumped out with me was that there was no one who would help him. He was literally All without alone. any option All alone. but to come back. To his father, and he never stops saying, "My father." That's the mm-hmm. other thing is he knows he belongs to him, and he never, never forgot that because he says, "In my father's house, his his my, his servants eat better than I do." So I'm going to go home, and hopefully, the best I can do is be a hired man. Right. <laughs> and then Dad doesn't let him finish that sentence.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well done. Just mm-hmm. stops him right there, and as soon as he was about ready to say, mm-hmm. "I can be a hired man," but I've lost the uh, you know I've lost the honor of being your son. He's like, nope. Mm -hmm. And he restores him. And it's just this beautiful picture, which then the older brother comes in. And Mm -hmm. it sounds so much, I mean, the things he said, it was super convicting of saying, yeah, I've said that before. What about me? Mm -hmm. What about me? What about me? What about me? Why, Why not me? Um, you haven't done this for me, and and just sitting there thinking. But that's not the point, <laughs> right? Right. You're not the point in this. In you know, this is about your brother who has returned, and the fact that he never even refers to him as his brother.
2: Mm.
0: You know, that's such the a son, brutal son of yours. This yeah. son of <laughs> yours has done this, and you know, finally, just just the the pleading of the dad as well that stood out to me. He's pleading for his son to come in and celebrate. Mm. You're missing something. So mm-hmm. uh, there was a lot, and there, there's a lot I've been going through my head, going, "Man, I should have hammered a little bit more <laughs> on that." You know, yeah. the idea or the truth that the son wasted all the time mm-hmm. being away from his father. Yeah, and, absolutely. You know, and I don't know. Maybe I, you know, I was sitting there going, "Okay," but now he's already used the inheritance; he doesn't have it anymore.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> there's consequences yeah, to, to actions. Consequences right? to sure. these actions. So that well, was I, it. I thought you did wonderful, and one of the things that stuck out to me that everyone will probably go, wait, you've never thought about this? But I hadn't really thought about it until you said it. And it was the three different aspects of the parables and that the first one was about the sheep that wondered and thinking, have I ever been in a place where myself just not being intentional with my life or my walk with the Lord and have slowly wondered somewhere I shouldn't be? And then, like, man, that's applicable to me. And then thinking about the coin, and you uh, brought it out brilliantly of the uh, just this dark, dirty, it's hidden, it's in this place it shouldn't be, n- not supposed to be, where it's worth and value or nothing, mm-hmm. and thought, well, how many times have I been in, in encapsulated by the dark world right. and just been right. in a place where I'm not supposed to be doing, and, and been astray that way and just thinking about it from that aspect of of me as a, a son of God and been wondering mm-hmm. uh, or, or wondering, not thinking about, but just wondering away, kind of, not willfully doing it, just not being yeah. intentional or have I been somewhat intentional and just found myself in a place where I'm like why i' am, what am mm-hmm. I doing here and then the third aspect of just being like no I've intentionally walked away too it kind of spanned the gamut of potential possibilities for everyone who's a son yeah. or a daughter and I've and you know because I've never heard all three preach in one sermon and so I think when you brought that out that was to me was something that I in a weird way was powerful because I just thought man this is every person sitting down here can resonate with one of those three things and so to do it that way great job well and it's I and
0: think it's so, too. so you know afterwards one of the congregation members was was talking to me and said that he had heard this this particular uh, this parable as part of a series about storytellers and how Jesus is just such a brilliant mm-hmm. storyteller and to hit these Pharisees with three things that they would automatically know had value.
2: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: sheep would have value to a shepherd, money would have value to someone. And then I started thinking son, legacy, um, you know, who, what you're passing on. That son immediately, there's this value there of uh, this family member. Mm-hmm. And to be able to. Put themselves, hopefully, maybe, we don't know, in the shoes of the one who is, uh, you know, who's arguing with the father over his brother. Mm -hmm. You know, when I see that, I'm thinking, so how many times have I been so selfish not to think of someone compassionately the way the father Mm -hmm. did? He said he saw his son. So obviously, I'm thinking, his son doesn't look so great. (laughs) (laughs) Or Um, smell so great. Or smell so great. (laughs) I mean, he's in sad shape. And the. At no point does his dad ever say "I told you so." Mm -hmm. He just Mm -hmm. welcomes him back in because the son is experienced; Mm -hmm. he's been there.
2: Nor Um, does he say, "Okay, have you learned your lesson? Have you learned your lesson?" That was that was. I added that in the second service. I was like,
0: Mm -hmm. "Did you learn
2: something?"
1: It is. It is so contrary to think about that because even in my mind, you know, I'm thinking of of Jubilee, my sweet eight year old, and just going. I know the day's coming where Mm -hmm. I'll be hurt by some sort of action or something, and what will my first instinct be? And they'll be like, all right, let's talk about this lesson learned here or whatever. But you have Jesus here showing such grace and Mm -hmm. mercy, and then you think that it's—you like know the son's learned the lesson. You don't have to bring it out, Mm -hmm. but let's celebrate. It's like the opposite— of like, before we even move on, let's just make sure you know this lesson you learn. Mm-hmm. And I know there's probably times as a parent you need to make sure that the kids learn the lesson, but obviously this guy, old enough to take his inheritance mm-hmm. and go, um, you know, lesson was probably learned. But it is it is such a beautiful thought to think about the mercy of the Lord and how you can never go too far away. You've never gone too far. It's an impossible thing to even think about. And then here you come rehearsing what you're going to say. And before you can even like, you've had plenty of time in this long travel back yeah. to come up with the perfect thing to say. And then here comes dad and you're like, now's the time to all these hours of walking and talking <laughs> and figuring it out. Dad, listen, and he doesn't even give you the chance. Such a beautiful story. It's, it's really in fact, cool. I think the most, uh, mm, I don't know. The, the thing that caught me, uh, spoke to me the most was your story about your dad. Mm. And talking about when the son goes, hey, I want my inheritance. Yeah. And you're like, well, what was the dad like? Are you stupid? Why would you want your inheritance? Whatever. Like, basically, you don't want to live with us? This doesn't make any sense. And how heartbroken would you be? And never thought about it that way. And then your story about your dad, Mm. perfect, perfect story for that. Perfect illustration.
2: That was really well done. Really well done. You know, the the whole lesson here, when we think back from the way you introduced it, that this is really for the Pharisees. Mm Mm-hmm. and and he has this graduating value and you come down to the sun and you recognize that clearly the pharisees are not feeling the love for their own brethren Mm -hmm. that god has always intended Mm -hmm. yeah and and where we step in is in john 13 when jesus says uh love one another new Mm -hmm. commandment even as i have loved you yeah and we can think through our own scenario. Do, do we love our own church family members mm-hmm. the way we should? Mm-hmm. So that when one does wander off, we don't just write them off, yeah. but rather we we pursue them. And yeah. uh, and that's I think that's one of the the bigger lessons because you know are we are we the Pharisees? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's written to the <laughs> Pharisees. Yeah, and that was you know towards the end of it, you, you get to that point of
0: okay. Every one of us has somebody in mind that we can think in that way of maybe they've wandered, and do we, do we see it from the love that God has of, you're missing so much, I don't want to see you hurt, or do we get offended mm-hmm. that uh, they've stepped away? And, and right now, you know, we're in an age where so many we see, and especially very prominently with social media, stepping away. And we can get offended by that, or we can have that compassion
2: for them to pursue, pray, love them. Mm -hmm. And that's hard. Exactly, exactly. And we want that, obviously. We want to be that. We want to express that the way Christ would express it. And there's that balance of, well, you can go after them, but in, in the case of the prodigal son... He didn't actually go after him. No, he wait. No, yeah, no, he watched and he waited. Mm-hmm. He waited, mm-hmm. he waited mm-hmm. expectantly and hopefully, and waited. And then when he saw him coming in his direction, he ran toward mm-hmm. him. Yeah. But he didn't go chase after him while he was still running the other mm-hmm. way. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so you know we need real wisdom from God. How do we find that balance? Because yeah. so there are those who wander away purposefully, and, mm. and they don't want to be stalked. Mm. Yeah. They don't. <laughs> right. You know, yeah. it's like okay. And you, I can think, think freedom. of freedom.
0: A conversation Mm -hmm. I had with Mm -hmm. a close friend who was essentially doing that, and Mm -hmm. you know, tried and tried to, and finally, I remember having the conversation of saying, "You know what? I'm gonna let you go this way. I'll be there on the other side, but I'm gonna let you do this, Mm -hmm. and I'm stepping
2: back because you got to learn this. Right? Um, right. But I'm here. Yeah, I care. I'm here. Where I have an open door, and but obviously, you are an independent agent, Mm -hmm. and God has given you the freedom to make your decisions. My parents said that to me. Yeah, anything
1: crazy, but they had they had a couple times in high school where they would Mm -hmm. say, "You know what?" I'll let you make your choices yeah. on this. And and they they brought youth pastors in. They brought everyone in and tried to tell me otherwise. And it was actually worse. I was too stubborn. I was like, you yeah. bring someone else in, it's just going to add some time yeah. to I'm this. Just, <laughs> I'm just building but more But they knew. And now, yeah, and now we talk about it. And, and it was obviously things that were needed to be said. Yeah. We, we had today.
2: a moment in my childhood that I can still remember. I was probably <laughs> eight years of age, seven or eight. And you know it was one of those rough days, and I'd had enough, you know. And so I'm leaving. So I'm going out the front door, living in New Orleans, of all places. And I go out the front door, like I'm leaving, I, and you know, make a big deal out of it. And I go out, and I'm standing on there. I'm looking around. I'm going, I have no idea where I'm going. <laughs> my dad waits a little while. He comes out. He says, uh, "You leaving? Get out in front. Of, get out from in front of my house. Otherwise, get in." <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I'm getting in. Okay, thanks. Uh, thanks for the clarity, Dad. Yes, Appreciate yeah, that. Uh, and I, that,
0: it, You're right. It is It is hard to <laughs> to let your child sometimes just go learn the lesson. Right, right. And, uh, you know, I've been there. I was like, guys, I've already told you, mm-hmm. but I've done everything I can. Now go learn. Well, you right, just want right, it to right. be a short lesson. You, <laughs> you know, want it to be a short to, like, lesson. You don't want years, and... but you want a short lesson. Yeah, because
1: right. I did the same thing when I was a little kid. My parents help. <laughs> they helped me pack a brown <laughs> a brown sack <laughs> full of clothes.
2: <laughs> oh, <that laughs> hey, you want to learn great. this
1: lesson? I did the same thing, but I went out the back door, and I was like, "Okay, we got a fence. Do we have a gate back here? How do I get out of this place?" Right. And then I went. Uh, I got through, and I went to the front, and I was thinking the same thing. And then I came in through the, or then they locked the front door. Right, right. And I had to knock on the front door and they opened the door saying, oh, you're back?
0: (laughs) Well, you guys are better at it than I am because I, when I did the very same thing, I ran out the back door in December in Pennsylvania and my parents didn't even know I was gone. (laughs) I believe it. I had to come back and tell them, I just ran away. (laughs) Well, you're here. You didn't get far. That's the back. easiest prodigal that, story ever. That snow <laughs> is
2: deep. <laughs> I just
1: remember
0: they didn't even know I was gone. Oh, God. I'm, I'm sure so like, many I'm people... not even
2: good at that. <laughs> what's, what's funny about that is we each have a story, and and it's all about childhood. It is. And it's just, it's exactly what it's like if a believer turns his back on God or her back on God. It's being childish. Yeah, you're Mm -hmm. acting like a child. That's exactly what you're doing. You're walking away from the best thing ever. It's like, I'm not sure (laughs) you understand what you're doing here. It's the old
0: (laughs) adage. You can grow old, but growing up's a choice. And you can can choose to grow up in him, or you can just grow old. (laughs)
2: There you go. Well, the good
1: news is whether you act like a kid and ran away or not. You you can come back. He's still there, open arms.
0: Now, uh, are we ready to do that?
2: That's right, and that's, that's the
0: question: Are we ready to the person who, and it may even be a person in, within a church or, or mm-hmm. a, a fellowship that hurt you?
2: Mm-hmm. That's right.
0: Are that's you right. willing and ready to bring to accept them when they come back mm-hmm. and embrace Absolutely. them? And uh, I think it's challenging to your point. The Pharisees: mm-hmm. Am I going to be like them, or am I going to have the same compassion and love that God does? Because ultimately, who was who was the one that they were insulting? Exactly. <laughs> they were insulting mm-hmm.
2: him. Mm-hmm. You know? Exactly. It's very interesting, as you laid out. So there's there's three in a row. There's two setups, prequels, if you yeah. will. And in neither of those cases is there the punchline. Yeah. So I'm going to set <laughs> you up. I'm going to set you up. And then finally, you get to the most important one, the prodigal son. And the punchline is... It's not about the son. It isn't it, the product. I should say it's about, about the older the brother. Other one, <laughs> and that that brings it all home. Mm-hmm. So, being the master storyteller, you bet he is with a purpose. I really living. wish
0: I could have seen him, because <laughs> 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 it just ends.
2: Right, <laughs> right. We'll just, just stop but. right here. Let it, let it. Well, later. it
1: ends, but we got more coming. this We summer. got more coming. Right. Parables
0: are carrying on. I had fun. This was a, this was a fun week, and uh, look forward to the coming weeks. You're up, right? Who maybe? Oh no, that's yeah. right.
1: I'm maybe. maybe
0: maybe <laughs> maybe you're up. We'll see.
1: I won deck and just like I have a bat just that in case it's my turn. Like
0: when we, we say happen. when we say on deck, we're talking like. 7.30 on Sunday <laughs> that's, that's
1: right that's For those who right. don't know Barkev has a uh, right. Grandkid coming There you
0: go up. Grandchild and coming And so
1: we are Waiting to see when And we are ready to Step in If it's uh, on a weekend Coming I, up I, I,
2: I could be calling you Saturday night Oh I'm, man Hey I'm on a drive By the way You're up <laughs> you better have It's that a beautiful one drive To back back Arkansas right now. Have yes, you ever right.
1: been out here you're, Summer in um, Arkansas Oh by the way I'm not preaching tomorrow You are <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Hey yeah, that's What you doing Michael just wanted to talk. <laughs>
0: yeah. By know. the no, way. Yeah. No,
2: he, he sees my, my name pop up on his phone. He's and hanging he, up. He hangs up. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, my phone wasn't working. I'm yeah. sorry, I was
0: mowing the grass.
2: That's
0: right. I'm busy. I'll, I'll text you
1: tomorrow at about 12.
0: <laughs> right. At noon. Right. Well, one way or the other. Yep. We're continuing in parables. Yep. Yeah, Sunday. it's going to happen. But, uh, happens, absolutely. But uh, hey, we appreciate you guys listening and uh, and just uh, spending the time with us, especially on Sundays where we get to we get to see and talk to you face to face. But uh, once again, Coppell Bible here. Fellowship, be here on Sunday. Come see us. We got one crazy summer next week. Uh, drive by the church. It's going to be in the evening. You're, you're going to see some <laughs> interesting things happening, but it's going to be a blast. So absolutely. Uh, all right. Well, until next time. You guys, thank you for being here at the table. Thank you for hosting and being being in the hot seat. You did great. uh, All right. Well, you guys have a great week and take care. Thank you for joining us for the Second Course Podcast. We hope you were blessed and encouraged by the discussion. If you'd like more information about Coppell Bible Fellowship, you can check us out at coppellbible.org or email us at info at coppellbible.org. However, the best way to get to know our church is to join us on Sunday at 9 or 1045 a.m. We would love to see you.